Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I'm committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits. Y'all, today's podcast is super special to me. This is something not only do I hear it said about nine-month-olds or even four-month-olds all the way up till my eight-year-olds. Guys, is it too late to sleep train your child? First of all, no. Let's just cut right to the chase. It is never too late to teach good habits. Now, it does get more difficult as they grow older, but you guys know that I talk so much about the fact that sleep can be a thing. We just have to equip our children with this. A few months ago, we came out with our preschool sleep e-coaching program. This does not mean that a few months ago I started working with preschoolers. I have been working with preschoolers for the entirety of my sleep consulting career, which we're about to come up on five years here in just about a month and a half. But what I really want to share with you guys is that preschoolers are their own breed. They're different from toddlers. They're different from babies. They're obviously newborns. Every step of the way is just completely different. I personally think that preschoolers are so rewarding. They can obviously talk with you. There are different elements in our preschool program. Like, yes, you get daily voice memos, but I actually send the child pre-recorded videos of me introducing myself as your sleep teacher. And so when Jessica reached out on Instagram to share her sleep win about the preschool course, I was like, we gotta have you on the podcast so you can share your story. I know so many parents are going to resonate with how she felt about her daughter's sleep before and where they are now. I even love how she tweaked the program to suit her family best. Yeah. So listen to my conversation. This is with Jessica talking about the preschool sleepy coaching and how it doesn't matter how old your child is, guys. You can still have a great night of sleep. Well, thank you. I know that you and I've connected, of course, through you've done our programs, but also we connected a few weeks ago about your oldest as you went through the preschool program for some email support. And I've said this probably a thousand times, but I just love preschool age. They're so rewarding. Working with them is just fun, um, but not all the time fun. I know sometimes it's yeah. obviously a challenge, but yeah there's so much more reward in that age. So I'd love to hear before we get into the process and the results, what were things Mm -hmm. like for your family before preschool sleepy coaching? So we made every major life change we could, you could imagine in April, right before I had my second baby, we moved across the state and to be closer to family and then had a baby. And then my three-year-old started school and she was never really good baby sleeper, but we'd been in like a groove for a little bit. And then we just blew everything up. And so bedtime became really challenging. It was usually an hour and a half or so every night of just full battle is maybe the, the, the word to say. Yeah. And then multiple wake ups at night. And that was exhausting every night. Um, we were kind of at our wits end about how to help her and we were trying to give a lot of grace because we had made all these big life changes and of course sleep can really be affected by all those different things um but we had i reached a point where i was just so exhausted with ending our days and just feeling terrible with what our last interaction was like every night and even if we had a good day, our night times, our bedtime fights were just 
full body tantrums, um, even if we had a good day. And so I was, I was ending every day just crying or sitting in the room for hours every night. And it was just, it was exhausting. Um, so I was ready to be done. <laughs> I was ready to be done with doing that when my, when my baby is sleeping better than my preschooler. And then she's waking up multiple times a night more than the baby is. So, something needs to change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is, um, I've heard that frequently where they're like, why the younger one's great. The older one, like what's yeah. happening. And, yeah. and I, I know a lot of parents will resonate with that same sentiment of you, you maybe did have a great day, whether you were maybe, you know, separate and she had a great day at, at preschool or daycare and you had a great day at work. Or even if you work together and you get home and you're like, this was a good day. It can all just crumble so fast. Yeah. 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 And I think after doing the, the, the newborn course and then the, the, or just a five month course with the baby, it was the language of the, the baby course and, and that and both of those courses to talk about equipping them to know how to sleep. And once she started waking up three to five times a night, I would have this thought of, did, did, I, did I not teach her this skill? Like, I think I assumed, okay, we're just going to reach an age where she's just going to start sleeping. Right. You know, the, the, we, we think about sleep issues as a baby or toddler thing. And I just kind of had in my mind that eventually we're just going to hit the age where she's just going to sleep. That's just, you just learn how to do that at a certain age. And we were backsliding more and more and more. And with the baby, I was like, like I gave him these skills to be able to, I can confidently put him in his crib and he goes to sleep and he knows how to do it. And maybe I didn't give her these skills and I'm expecting her to sleep all night long. And I'm so frustrated and feeling angry at her and hating myself for feeling angry at her for not being able to do this. But maybe I need to give her this skill. And I just didn't know how to do that. I had done so much Googling and DIYing it myself. And you try to piece together all these things from lots of different books. And I just really needed like more handholding yeah. of um, how to actually teach her how to do that. Right. I'm so thankful that you're sharing that because it's okay to not, to, it's okay, first of all, that like we don't come fully equipped ourselves with like, oh, this is how we should do this. I mean, I'm like you. I, I mean, I, I'm constantly, I have a three and a five-year-old. I don't know the right ways to handle like my five-year-old's anxiety or her stressing about things. Like I, I need help with that. Yeah. And it is so, it's so, you know, sometimes you just got to hit that point where like, well, we need help on this. Like this can't continue like this. And um, similarly, I've heard people share all the time. Well, I was just waiting for it to get better. Um, and, and I kind of talk about in the same line of sleep consulting, like personal training, like you can't just, you know, drive past the gym and be like, well, I hope one day I'll be in shape. Like, you know, no, kind of do something about it. Um, and so I, I'm so grateful that you're sharing that. I know so many families will resonate with like, yes, that's exactly how I feel. Um, and the, the thing is like, we don't have to continue feeling like that. So I'd love to hear about your process of going through the, the sleep training program with your three-year-old. Um, I would love to know, you know, how did, did you tell her about this? Um, I know, oh, you know, yeah. patient's a big thing, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah. So t how, how did she respond to you when you were telling her what you're going to do? So I, I had my, like, this is it. We need to do something kind of breakdown moment on a Tuesday night after we hosted Bible study and then had two hour bedtime fight. And I was like, bought the course the next morning. And then I just, 
we talked nonstop about it for, I billed it at, to Lucy as sleep school. Oh, yeah. Um, which, which she could kind of pick up on that because she goes to school and she really loves, she'll come home and she'll just play act out school all day. So we, we talked about, we're going to be doing sleep school. And so we talked about it nonstop. And then we started on Friday night and the grandparents were all talking to her about it. We're so excited. You're going to be doing sleep school. And my husband was talking about to her about it. So we're getting her all pumped up about it. And then, um, I know in the, I think in the course you talk that, um, the first couple of days can be the hardest. Yes. Um, we found the opposite because she was just so excited about all these new things that we were pulling out. There's a, there's a new sound machine and there's a new toddler clock and there's all these uh, charts and responsibility cards, which I honestly didn't think she would be all that interested in the chart and the responsibility cards. I printed them out and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if she's really going to take these, but they're, they're similar to how they do things at school. And so she like latched right onto those. And so she was really excited about all these new things. And yeah. so the first like night we're like, Oh, this. Really <laughs> and she was, and, and the first night you sit in the room next to her bed and we hadn't been doing that. There'd been this fight of us leaving the room and closing the door. And so I think she felt calm because we were sitting in the room with her and so the, it started off really smooth, which was very encouraging um, to be doing that from the beginning to have a really good first night. Yeah. Builds her confidence, I'm sure. Yes. And build our, yeah, our confidence and her confidence as well. And then, so it was going really smoothly. We would, we would have to, we would have some resistance still. Um, and then we hit, like, I think it was night four four where we were sitting either in the middle of the room or right next to the door and that was when we reached out to you because we were still having to leave the room a few times we were doing that if you're quiet and still we will stay right here but if you move around and are loud we have to leave the room and we were having to leave the room at least three or four times and that felt like a lot uh, according to your daily voicemail prompts, we would get in our email every morning. And so we reached out to you and said, what should we do? Yeah. And you said it was time to leave the room completely um, early, uh, according to the course. And then, and then things seemed to go much more smoothly from there once we like left the room. Yeah. It, it's crazy to me that sometimes there's just like, sometimes a kid really does need like the, the entire fold, like you need to follow this, you know, path. Exactly. The preschooler mm-hmm. is the only age where there is just a lot of deviation, um, from like, okay, well you do this, but oh, maybe you need to do this. And that's why, um, and I almost want to say thank you for your patience. I'm sure you were like, those voice memos could be like eight to 10 minutes. In fact, when I was building it out, my husband, Chad was like, are you sure they need to be this long? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because there's, there's so many different scenarios that could happen. And so it was helpful to like cover, okay, now if, if this is happening, do this, if this is happening, do this. And I think that was also the problem we had with sleep things that I'm DIYing from Google is this like for a baby, it would be like, well, lay the baby down for a nap and then they'll sleep for an hour and a half. And then, and, but what if they only sleep for 30 minutes? And so it was those kind of like pick your own adventure type things that not yes. every kid is going to follow the, the exact scenario. I'm like, well, that, now what do I do? Like yes. they only sleep for 30 minutes. 
So with her, it was helpful to have, okay, this is the course, but she's doing something a little bit different. Try something else. Yes. And that is so, that's exactly what it feels like is like the choose your own adventure for the preschooler, especially it's like they could do, you know, options one through 10, which, which path are you going to go down today? You know? Right. Yes. And then the second week we introduce the treasure box where if she does a good job at nighttime, she can pick out of the treasure box in the morning. Um, she, she loses that sometimes where if we have to, you know, if we have to come in and she's not staying in her bed, she loses the treasure box for the morning. Um, but she's definitely, that helped motivate her to keep going, um, something new and exciting to, to look forward to. We've started to stretch that out to be a big, like treasure now, where if you can get three days in a row, we'll take you for ice cream or that sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of the place we're at right now with trying to keep her motivated. Yeah. Um, doing a really great job. Um, and so we want to keep her motivated to keep going. And I think the, the huge thing that made such a difference was like night three, we were still having to do a lot of work at bedtime, but it was going from an hour and a half to only 15 minutes. And then she, and she was sleeping all night. Like that was the number one thing that changed. Um, I can put in some work at bedtime. She's still only three. I get that there's still going to be some work at bedtime sometimes, but the fact that she suddenly was sleeping all night was a game changer for my attitude, her attitude, her appetite, her like happiness in the morning. Like she just seemed like a much happier kid because she wasn't having such disrupted sleep and identifying that we had a sleep prop of um, an old pacifier that she was kind of using as like a, she wasn't sucking on it, but she would like press it on her lips as like kind of a comfort item. And then she would lose it in her bed at night. And so I, Oh no, we got to get rid of that. (laughs) Becca says we have to get rid of that. (laughs) So I think that helped with sleeping all night as well. And that, that was the game changer was getting a full night sleep. 12 hours. It is incredible to me, just the domino effect. When you get a good night's sleep, wow, your whole life clicks. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, it's amazing to me. And what I think is really cool about, you know, the preschooler is that they, uh, it's very normal to be like you, like you're saying, you're still motivating her because I mean, even for babies, yeah. but more so as the child gets older, this is not a one and done situation. This is like your right. child you just have to continuously remind them about this is what we do. This is what we expect. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you guys are obviously doing an amazing job of continuing to remind her that she's capable. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, we talk about, you know, and, and we continue to to talk all the time about you are doing a great, really great job at sleeping and we're going to keep working really hard at it and you know how to do hard things. You're such, you're so smart. And that was another thing that like my husband in particular loved about the sleep training was the encouragement part of it that mm-hmm. we were, we weren't, we were moving away from feeling like we were in a discipline mode mm-hmm. for bedtime of you're not obeying and you're not doing what we're telling you to do to being an encouragement. You right. can do this. We're right here for you. You are really smart. You are really great at learning new things. We're right here to help you. You're going to do a great job like mantra over and over and over again. Yes. Yes. We know you're going to do we we know you're going to do a great job at this and to switch to to know the language to use to help switch from being like disciplinarian mm-hmm. to encourager was was better we we felt more equipped to do it um because we were encouraging not disciplining 
Yes, that is huge, huge. I mean, there's, there is, of course, like, yes, there's consequences, but you can't be, you know, treating sleep school as like a drill sergeant situation. Right. Um, and because no one's going to get anywhere if you feel like you're failing at it. And that's like one of the things I talk about in the preschool program is the, obviously the clock. There's so many tools. And sometimes, like you said, on night one, it can feel like there's so many new things. Oh my goodness. Um, mm -hmm. But we, we had like a cheat sheet. We had like a cheat sheet that we wrote down. Like, yeah. okay, if this happens, we do this, and then we wait one minute, and one of us is holding the timer, and one of us is holding the monitor. Like, we had a cheat sheet of all the things that you said to do, and we we're standing oh, outside the door with like a cheat sheet and a timer oh, and a gosh. monitor. That's a great idea. I'm gonna have to add that in. You should send there me your cheat sheet, and then I'll model one. That's awesome. <laughs> um, I've never heard people say that. that's awesome. It definitely. I mean, there does seem like there's a lot to remember, which is why I'm I'm thankful that there's you know obviously not just like I'm just gonna tell you what to do, but it's all written here for you. But especially with making the child feel like they're confident, I would love to hear about just one particular like early morning. Did she struggle with? I know you said she was sleeping through the night, but mm -hmm. I do talk about in the program like, hey, if they're struggling with their early morning wakings, it's okay to have the clock earlier and then you push mm -hmm. it forward. Did you guys ever have to do that with her or is she pretty solid with the mornings? She's pretty solid in the mornings now. We were like, we were, she was sleeping like eight to eight um, with multiple wake ups. And we kind of, we, wa we wanted to shift it back more to like 7.30 to 7.30. Mm -hmm. One, because we want to get her in bed earlier just for the sake of getting her in bed earlier, but also, yeah. so we'd have a little bit more time in the morning before she has to leave for school. Cause I was feeling the rush, rush, rush of get up. We need to get ready and go to school. She was struggling with that. Um, I think we've only had a handful of days where she woke up before the clock turned green. And if she started making noise, she, she would usually just grab a book and start reading a book in her bed. Mm -hmm. And uh, other than that, she really has been solidly sleeping from 7.30 until the clock turns green at 7.30. And then we're up, you know, getting ready for school and having a little bit of extra cushion time of, we do have time to read a book before you have to get dressed for school. And that's helped a lot with grumpy, being grumpy in the morning. When we, oh. when we give her a little bit of space to, no, we're not just going to rush. We have some time to hang out before we have to go to school. Yes. Oh, I think that that's so, that's such a good point. You know, you, it may sound nice to have an eight to eight schedule, but sometimes it's necessary to be like, yeah, we need to shift this. Cause I recognize maybe on my end, I would like to be doing my own thing at eight o'clock PM and maybe, uh, you know, yes, in the morning we can spend some more time. That's so good of you guys to figure that out. Um, because that's, that's that even 30 minutes is a huge deal for a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would love to hear if you guys have any questions, we can have some coaching time. Is there any, any questions you guys have about either, either baby or your three-year-old Any what's going on? So I guess our first question would be if we're still having a little bit of resistance from her, just from like, just at that last moment where we, where we say goodnight, where she, where it's still only about five to 10 minutes of resistance um, before she'll lay down and go to sleep. But we do have like, we're saying good night, we read our stories, we um, pray with her and then we say, okay, good night. And then she'll start doing this like, I don't wanna go to bed. But, you know, she'll start chattering away or she'll decide she wants to switch her nightgown. It's kind of the stalling tactics. Yeah. It's still, we can still keep it to five minutes or so and um, maybe have to come in one time to check on her. Is that normal? Like, is that still what we can expect? Or is there something that we can do more to hold the line in terms of being strict of yeah. good night, 
we're walking out. That's it. Yeah. We can definitely get a little bit more strict. Um, that, that is normal that you may have about a five minute time, but this is my favorite opportunity because probably like a month or two ago, if that had been the only problem, you'd have been like, we're fine. We're good. I know. I, know. I feel, but, it feels weird to be like kind of nitpicking. No, it's so, good. So this is my favorite just, part. Like, giving her a kiss and saying good night. <laughs> no, but this is my favorite part because you get to be picky now. You yes. solve these major things. And so, you know, this is good to be picky. So um, yeah. we actually uh, on and off struggle with the same thing. Hope that makes you feel better. Um, okay. The last, the last five minutes can be a struggle. Um, and so what, what I would suggest that you could do a couple of different things. Um, for one, you know, I would go back to, if you're doing my stoplight system of like a green, go get ready for bed, a yellow transition color of like anything you need last call. Do you want to change your nightgown? Do you need socks? Do you need, do you need a tissue? Do you need a sip of water? Um, if you're not doing that, then I would suggest adding that yellow color of the toddler clock between, okay, before it's red, it's like two minutes of yellow, um, to give her the opportunity. Are you guys doing that? We're not doing that. Um, we could add that back in. We didn't really do the lights, um, because our toddler clock doesn't, is only the, it's the okay to wake and turn oh, gotcha. green gotcha. type clock. Yeah. And the, and she, she's gotten so much better with the actual like nighttime routine. Mm-hmm. It's like last minute we're in bed. Yeah. Making stuff up. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> then really just like, I need yep. ice in my water cup. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what I would do then, if you don't have like the, the clock, which is fine, then mm-hmm. just tell her, be like, Hey, um, is there, you know, you've got one minute on the clock. Is there anything that you need? Maybe you do have a timer. Maybe you okay. do just figuratively say one minute, but in, before she starts asking for something, um, I always say tissues, socks, Jamie's cause that's my girl's thing, but whatever it mm-hmm. is for her, Hey, do you need to go potty? Hey, do you need a new nightgown? You know, is this, are you good with this nightgown? Um, or do you need this? Do you need that? Like asking her in the last minute or two, which sounds like Becca, you're going to invite like 10 minutes of changing my mind. Right. No, not yeah. really. Cause what we're actually doing is catching her before she is able to catch you. So you're, okay. you're, you're kind of eliminating that power that she has where she yeah. gets to decide all the things she wants to solve. Instead, you're kept, you're catching her before and be like, Oh, by the way, did you need anything before, you know, I say good night. Um, the other thing that you could do, this is something that I recently had to do. And I felt like, why didn't I think of this sooner? I used to be an elementary teacher. I used to do this all the time, but um, I always sing like a certain song to our girls before I leave their room. And if maybe there's something like that, maybe you say like, you know, night, night, Lucy, or maybe there's something you say, you could um, give her hugs and kisses and stand up and say, give me a thumbs up if you're ready for your song. For whatever reason that like, th- it's like they know now, okay, I'm giving you the authority that it's time to leave now. Like thumbs okay. up. Goodbye. Yes. Yes, exactly. So, uh, what happened with us is I used to be like, okay, you know, good night. I'm going to sing your song. And then inevitably I'd close the door. Mom, I didn't hear you. I'm like, no. (laughs) So that's when I started to say, give me a thumbs up. If you're ready for the song every now and then they'll do a thumbs down. And I'm like, whatever, it's still a thumb up, like still a thumb in the air. There we go. Something. Um, but you could try those couple of things to try to like catch her preemptively. Um, and you know, let me know how that goes. Okay. The other question I had was, during the treasure box and I mentioned like we're just starting to do like kind of longer earn three days rewards how long do we keep doing that until we feel like she doesn't need it anymore is it okay to still be we're we're a month out from you know sleep school Mm -hmm. um do we keep doing the treasure box for a while 
I would probably just kind of fade off on it. Um, okay. You know, let's say you run out of your treasures in the treasure box. Uh, yeah. That's when I would kind of start to be like, yep, you're doing a great job. We're very proud of you. And, you know, your treasure, you've, you've graduated from sleep school. Um, okay. and, and if you guys printed off like the certificate mm-hmm. or something already, remember, yes, you already graduated. Here you go. Like, good job. <laughs> um, we're so proud of you. You do such a great job. So kind of like potty training, you're just kind of weaning off of it um, okay. is, is the goal for it. And if you're a month out from finishing, I would go say, yeah, go ahead and kind of wrap up the rewards for her, but still reminding her every now and then just how proud you are of her. She's doing such a good job, all those good things. Okay. The last question I had about her was um, there a little bit of the, like the drop, the drop off idea where she can't, she, uh, the way her door is set up, she can't actually get out of her room on her own. So we don't have the, the scenario of her wandering out of the room. But you talk a lot about they need to get themselves back in bed or if they, you know, if they would come to our room, they need to walk themselves back and here's the drop off point. It's at the door or what happens when they just flop their bodies down and refuse to go back to bed? Yeah. Yeah. That's happened a lot. Um, so if that happens, then I would obviously like, this is not the time to be like, get back, get back. Like we're not about screaming at them, but you may need to go over, you know, like rub her back, ask her to stand up. You can remind her, remember the clock is what color is the clock? Is it green, red, green at night? Okay. Um, wait, is it, is it green during the nighttime? Oh, it it turns green when, when it's morning. Gotcha. Okay. You know, the, the clock is not green. It's time for night night time. And you, you need to just remind her, you, you can give her, offer her love, reassurance, help her stand up. Like it's fine to go over and like help her physically, like get up. You may need to give her a hug, you know, rub her arms, like hold her, let her know it's night night time. It's sleepy time. I know you can do this almost like the same mantra that you've been saying this whole time. Um, it's okay, okay to go over there and help her do that. Um, and you guys being a month out now, you know, there may be some random night where she has awakened and you need to like physically go help her get back in bed. You're not backtracking. It's just an off night because she's not a robot. So she may have an off night like that. I'm fine with that. Um, If you like physically need to get her back in, but if that somehow spirals down into like, she does it again the next night and the next night and the next Mm -hmm. night, then we're going to need to maybe bring back that rewards and consequence system for her and remind her that she can do this and kind of not restart everything, but just remind her of what to do. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But that's happened a lot. It's also like, <laughs> you know, that's um, so uh, there, there's always, like you said, you, there's no like step one, two, and three, good, you're done. It's always like, no, there's like a little deviation here, a little something here. Um, yeah. So I, I'm so proud of her. You guys have done such an awesome job and I'm so yeah. excited for her sleep future. I would love to know, is there any word of encouragement that you would share with parents of a three-year-old who are struggling and thinking that this is just how it's going to be any word of encouragement you would share with them i would say i had in my mind that my very intelligent spirited high energy kid was just a kid that couldn't sleep and that this was how i had to accept that she was just not a very good sleeper and that was just who she was and to to learn that that wasn't the way it had to be. That even though in theory, I feel like I did a lot of things wrong for the first three and a half years, we changed it. It, it wasn't too late to make it big changes for her. And it, it didn't have to continue to be so difficult. We as a family didn't need to be held hostage by our preschoolers 
terrible sleep. <laughs> and our, our, our family can be much happier and much more rested. And we are very blessed that that changed for us. Oh man, I'm a hugger and I would just give you the giantest hug right now if we were right <laughs> next to each other. Oh, I love okay. that. That is just awesome. And I'm so thankful that like, I've heard that so many times from families that they think it's too late. This is just what it's supposed to be like. And it's like, no, no, it's not. It can be different. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for taking time with me uh, this morning to chat. And I'm, I'm really excited for others to hear this story too. Thank you so much. Do you believe it? Do you believe that sleep is a thing? I hope you do. And I hope you enjoyed. I hope you resonated with, and I hope that you have dashed any idea that, well, that's great for her, but it won't work for me. You guys, I have just been completely blown away with your stories every week on Instagram, on Facebook, through my emails about how you're sharing your sleep wins. And if you are hesitating, I want to make it really easy for you. Would you go to littlezsleep.com slash quiz? You're going to answer a few questions for me and you will find the program that fits your child and hint, hint, wink, wink. There's a gift for you. Once you do find out the program that matches your child, you're going to get a little coupon code from me. So I hope that makes it super easy for you to get started because sometimes it's taking that first step is the hardest. If you ever need to come back and scroll through my Instagram wins or listen to this podcast again, that is like a little pro tip. I see so many families coming back to Instagram, going through the wins, feeling encouraged, or using the community boards on the Sleep Society because you are not alone. We can make sleep a thing together. And I'm so looking forward to that. And who knows, maybe you'll be on the podcast, huh? I am grateful you are here with me again this week. We are coming up to episode 100. It's going to be a special one. And I am just ever grateful for you listening in every single week. All right, guys, sweet dreams. See you next time.